we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for July 11, 2016. Continuing, and uh, if you watch this, it's, uh, it's Facebook celebrates slaughter of Dallas police, Facebook glorifies Dallas police massacre. There's language in it. The, the language is them describing the tweets of a lot of the different Black Lives Matter people. They found a lot of their tweets. Uh, they're just... If, if white people were up on the internet saying this stuff, there would be absolute worldwide, you know, outrage and, and condemnation. And But the these Black Lives Matter can go up there and, you know, incite race wars and want to kill white people and say every derogatory evil thing you can about white cops or white people. And that's fine. That's good. And, and so that's what they're describing there. So if you watch it, I'm not going to play it there's cussing involved um because they're reading the tweets anyway a special report shows how social media is helping feed the anti-cop rhetoric black lives matter is a progressive finance vanguard of socialist control and a cia sponsored cloward and piven strategy bankrolled by liberal dupes aiming for a race war and to bring about their order out of chaos that's exactly what it is is it possible for liberal billionaires would raise support would, would support a racist group that makes white guilt for political gain and embraces activists lying for the lynching of white people and cops? In November, members of Black Lives Matter met behind... And this, is, this is what's really important about all this. Who are they yoked up with? Where are they getting their money? Where, I mean, what's their, what's their motivating... Who, who, is, who is actually really enabling this group to operate? Because obviously... Any sane government would have shut these devils down. No, no, no. Our government is not only not shutting them down. They're encouraging them. They're funding them. And a lot of the, uh, of the uh, most rich uh, people on the planet are funding them as well. And this is absolute total satanic insanity. In November, members of Black Lives Matter met behind closed doors with the Democracy Alliance, a group of wealthy liberals who have pledged to fund leftist organizations. The donor club was founded by former Clinton Treasury official Rob Stein. Members of the um, billionaire club include billionaire philanthropist George Soros, of course, Taco Bell Silver Spoon Baby Rob McKay, Taco Bell, Uber Liberal Norman Lear, Meathead, remember Meathead from uh, Archie Bunker? He really was, he really was a, uh, uh, um, um, one of these uh, liberal devils. Meathead, Rob Reiner, co-founder of the Tides Network, Drum and Pike, CEI, U Boss, Anna Berger, uh, and members of the union like to beat up opponents. Members of the union like to beat up opponents, whatever that means. And former Rockefeller Family Fund president, Ann Bartley. The Democratic Alliance, or DA, as it's known in Democratic circles, is recommending its donors step up check writing to a handful of endorsed groups that have supported the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, if this is an open, openly, overtly satanic, I don't know what is. And the club and some of its members also are considering ways to funnel support directly to even scrappier local groups that have utilized confrontational tactics to inject their grievances 
into the political debate. Politico reported. This isn't theory, this is fact, what we're talking about here. Investigative journalist James Simpson has exposed connections between the BLM, a constellation of leftist and Marxist groups, Black Lives Matter, uh, and a number of them established as fronts for the Freedom Road Socialist Organization, or FRSO. Black Lives Matter is one of the many projects taken undertaken by the FRSO, this Freedom Road Socialist Organization, writes Simpson. He points out that FRSO and BLM receive, and that's not Bureau of Land Management, that's Black Lives Matter, BLM receive funding through National Domestic Workers Alliance, or the NWW, the NDWA. Now again, this is all convoluted. This is all, well again, they don't want to have this, you know, they want to have a lot of different convoluted paper trails. You know, to cover their tracks better, even though their tracks really aren't covered, but anyway, FRSO and BLM organizations are generously supported by a universe of wealthy foundations, these sick devils at the top that have all this money that want to bring about their new world order out of chaos, that want to destabilize and destroy America in order to bring about the, the, the coming Antichrist and the false prophet, which is what we're really all talking about here. We're going to have ten super nations, and we're going to have the North American Union, Okay, Mexico, Canada, and America on one. Well, they, they in order to do that, they got to destroy America. It's really one of the last pieces of the domino to fall. That's what this is all about. So many FRSO connected leftist and Marxist groups are also funded by other wealthy individuals, foundations, and corporations, including Kellogg. I'm assuming of the Kellogg cereal, Ben and Jerry's, those devils, Soros funds. Hewlett, I'm sure um, of the Hewlett-Packard fame, Rockefeller, Heinz, like of the Heinz Ketchup, and others. The Ford Foundation tops the list of NW... I mean, these are some of the biggest corporations in America, and they want to see you dead, is basically what I'm telling you. The Ford Foundation tops the list of NDWA financial contributors. It has funded CIA cultural fronts since the 1950s. As the late Gary Allen so eloquently pointed out in None Dare Call a Conspiracy, socialism is the perfect mechanism for controlling humanity. That's why we've got a socialist slash Islamic president in there to bring this all about. He goes on to say, Gary Allen, if one understands that socialism is not a share the wealth program, like they're being told it would be, but it is a reality, a method to consolidate and control the wealth, then the seeming paradox of super rich men promoting socialism becomes no paradox at all instead it becomes the logical even the perfect tool of the power-seeking megalomaniacs communism or more accurately socialism is not a movement of the downtrodden masses but it is that of the economic elite but they're going to sell it to the downtrodden masses like it's the best thing since sliced bread we'll go see how it's working out for venezuela right now 150 dollars for a dozen eggs from what i heard riots in the street over just the mere you know they're, they're eating their dogs and cats down there socialism that's what they want to bring to america they want to bring it everywhere else those people will will rob peter to pay paul they'll, they'll kill steal borrow buy or whatever in order to get their next meal that's what they want to bring to america now in a society like that you think they'd be pretty easy to control Hey guys, we got some food for you, but you need to do this for us. You think they're going to for the most part do whatever they're told in order to get in order to eat? Yep. 
Pretty much. That's what they want to bring to America and everywhere else on the planet. It's like the Hunger Games. Total control by the government is where this all ends up. A super, super elite and then a super, super mega slave class, serfdom poor class. That's what they want to bring here. There's no room for a middle class in the brave new world order that they got coming. The, the government wants to have you by the throat every second of the day. That's where they're bringing this all. Next report. Black Lives Matter supporters threaten to riot over Alton Sterling death. This is a very... Of, of all the things I'm going over today, I would have to say, if I could only get into one subject today, this would be the report I would read. It's very comprehensive... And it really shows you how wicked and evil what we're facing here is. And, and how calculated it is. And how contrived it is. This is by a guy named Navy Jack. Is the U.S. Attorney General Loretta Lynch coordinating with Black Lives Matter activists to disrupt the upcoming Republican and Democratic National Conventions? I got into this last week. I think we already proved that. This is just going to further solidify what we got into last week. So is our... I mean, look at all the wickedness this Loretta Lynch has just done with Clinton, with meeting with Bill, getting caught when they didn't even have to get caught. It's almost like they're just throwing it... One guy had described it as they're just throwing all of this in our face to break our will. Like they don't even care. I mean, he could have as easily texted her. And it would have never even been news. But no, they, they meet on a tarmac and go into Bill's private plane or whatever. Her plane, I don't know. Loretta Lynch is, is, is pure evil. Loretta Lynch is only in the position she's in, though, because of the Clintons. So Bill probably wanted to remind her, remind her on which side her bread was buttered. Okay, just maybe a nice little friendly reminder there. And then also, there was another report said that he probably handed her a list of people that were involved in this Clinton FBI probe that he had all kind of dirt on and gave her that information maybe at that meeting so that if any of them got out of line and said we need to pursue criminal charges against, against Clinton, they would then be blackmailed. This is how they operate. Most everybody at that level is dirty and corrupt, and they have all types of information on them, and that's why they got the position in the first place. So that if they ever get out of line, they can be quickly blackmailed into submission. And if that doesn't work, they just kill them. So, is the U.S. Attorney General Loretta Lynch coordinating with Black Lives Matter activists to disrupt the upcoming Republican and Democratic National Conventions? So that martial law will be declared and the election suspended indefinitely and indefinitely postponed. That's what we're looking at here. This allegation is the subject of hundreds of articles. We, again, we just got into this in depth last week. Regarding a series of purported direct messages between the three leading Black Lives Matter activists. Okay? We got into this last week. This is even further down the rabbit hole. What we do know. On Friday, June 10th, 2016... Now remember, these are the three leading Black Lives Matter activists, okay? Three leading Black Lives Matter activists. Black Lives Matter uh, leader, or BLM leader, and former Baltimore mayoral candidate, DeRay McKeeson, 
claimed that someone hacked into his phone and took control of his Twitter account. DeRay McKeeson reported the hack to the Baltimore Sun. On June 11, 2016, a Twitter user who calls himself The Saint uh, tweeted what he claims are private direct message, message conversations that occurred on June 10th between DeRay McKeeson and Jonetta Elsie. These are the two of the Black Lives Matter leading activists. In which the two discussed coordination of plans to cause the declaration of martial law through disruptive protests and direct action at the upcoming Republican National Convention in Cleveland, Ohio, and also the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia, PA. Because they really don't want the election to go on at all. They don't want Clinton in there either. The blacks really don't want Clinton. They, they want their... They want Obama in there because they feel like that Obama is black and they, he has their back or whatever, even though Obama's done more to against the black race since they've been, you know, but I guess they don't see it that way. Anyway, here, here's a screenshot of some of the text. Uh, I got into this last week too. Now, here's pictures of them. DeRay McKeeson, Jonetta Elsie, and Samuel Singawee their what their twitter things look like or whatever now here is some of the conversation some of this i think i got into last week but this is expanded the first like uh, these are all black lives matter people talking to one another janetta elzy quote have you spoken with mrs lynch meaning attorney general loretta lynch recently about the plan for the summer and fall leading up to the elections now you could say oh stop it right there they've never there's no evidence of them ever meeting oh yes there is Oh yes, there's. I'll show you a picture of him, of him and her meeting. I believe it was in the White House with Attorney General Loretta Lynch. They just spoke at a conference in Colorado together. Both this DeRay McKeeson and Loretta Lynch. Oh yes, they're very, 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 very um, closely connected. Okay, so she says to DeRay McKeeson. Have you spoken with with uh, Attorney General Loretta Lynch recently about the plan for the summer and fall leading up to the elections? DeRay McKeeson says, we spoke two weeks, I mean, I, I guess ago, and they want us to start really pushing how racist Trump is. Now, you could say, well, that, no, that, well, hold on, isn't that what they've been doing? Isn't that what you always hear from all the protesters at the Trump rallies? He's racist, he's racist, he's racist, that's all I can say. He wants to send all black people back to Africa. He wants to do this or do that. Now, that could be white people say it could be black people. I'm just saying. That's what they say. I mean, I was I was at one of the, the rallies. Just, just get a feel for everything. That's all they could say. He's racist. Okay, show me how he's racist. Show me all of the multitude of examples of how racist he is. He wants to ship the illegal aliens back. He wants to close the borders. He, I mean, all this this stuff you know which is really just lawful you know which really if we had any kind of lawful government they wouldn't be letting that happen anyway the, regarding open borders and you know bringing in the worst of the worst of the worst of muslims the most radical elements all of these things that that should have never ever happened but just go on like they're i mean th th it's so insane how how this world has become I mean, this isn't something I should have to report on. This is absolute insanity. This isn't something I should have to go up there and argue about and convince anybody of. 
This is just common sense. This is just right and wrong, what we're talking about here. But that's not the world we live in anymore. So DeRay McKeeson says, we spoke two weeks, I guess, evidently ago, meaning to Attorney General Loretta Lynch, and they really want us to start really pushing how racist Trump is. Now, instead of waiting, so the others can start getting the protesters ready to shut both conventions down. And remember, this is just coming up, like, next week, is it? It's coming up. DeRay, and then he says, if we can get both conventions shut down for messing over Bernie. So, I guess maybe they wanted Bernie in there, I don't know. And for having racist Trump. Then we get martial law declared so Obama can stay in office and we will win. That's the goal. See, that's why they don't like Hillary. Because, number one, she's white. Well, of course, Bernie's white. But I guess Bernie more fit their socialist agenda a little bit better. And Clinton doesn't, the reality is, is Hillary Clinton doesn't like black people. There's a lot of evidence of that in the past. It's very, very hard to cover that up. And I saw this the other day that every time she's around black people interacting with them and she's very uncomfortable, they pick up on that. You know what I mean? So I can understand why they would kind of be saying that. Uh, So they get martial law declared so Obama can stay in office. We win. Call you soon when I get to my dad so I can use his landline and we can talk more on this. Then he says, quote, we have to make sure we use our voices to keep people disrupting trump all summer and through the fall so martial law can be declared these sick devils this is what they want they want the race war they want martial law at any cost as long as obama stays in and they get what they want and then another guy chimes in another black lives matter in samuel singway and he says i wanted to touch base with you about this about the summer of chaos it's what they've already referred to it as what we talked about months ago the summer of chaos so far we have over 2,000 people bust in from different cities and another six to eight thousand expected to drive into cleveland for the convention this is the rnc convention coming up here very soon so that's 10,000 people they got basically paid type protesters or maybe they're not all paid but they're all going, and they're all they're all um, basically working with Black Lives Matter. And then he says they will not be ready for the crowds we are bringing, and they will blame Trump for it. Especially if we shut it down, the GOP will have to replace him at that point, or we will continue the disruptions nationwide. Wow. <laughs> Then DeRay McKeeson says, I will pass this info along. Good work, Sam. You never let us down. It's so important we stop Trump. He cannot be president. He will destroy everything we work so hard for. Oh, I know. you. And, and such a cause of righteousness with Black Lives Matter. I'll tell you. All, all the, that we've worked so hard to please Satan for. Then he says, um, today, and it's a little disjointed. Today he confirmed that there will be around oh i I think he's referring to the other guy sam confirmed that there will be around ten thousand protesters disrupting the republican convention plans are being made for other cities as well as for upcoming trump events 
Ads have already been placed looking for people to help. Ads. I know you don't care for them white people, but this is one time we need to we need our white allies doing a lot of work for us. In other words, they're going to use as many of the duped white people as possible for their own, you know, devices. They are the ones who listen the best, meaning the white people. Then the lady, jo- Jonetta Elsey says, that will put fear in the GOP, the, the Republicans, and the country. And when they can't have their convention for all their racists supporting Trump. I love it how everybody supports Trump's a racist. I love how we're labeled. When they are the most racist people I've ever seen. Kill white cops. Kill white people. Look at the way they talk. They're the most racist people I've ever seen. But we're racist for supporting Trump. If you're a white person. Oh, unbelievable. The hypocrisy, is, it just knows no end. We've worked too hard and closely with the Obama administration to have that racist ASS take it all away. You know I can't stand those white allies. But you're right. This is the best plan to use them. They hang on every word you say and will do whatever is asked. <laughs> Not me. I just hate all that kiss ass they i hate all that kiss ass they try to do like that changes who they are white people so in other words you have all of these white people going to these black lives matters devils groveling to them because of some sense of oh our ancestors brought you over on slave boats or whatever whatever the browbeating tactic is and they're just groveling to them they do whatever they're told it, it's so stinking pathetic what we're dealing with here these these gelded masses of white people working with these devils they're all devils they all are they're all going to beg for the mark of the beast every one of them they're all pure evil they're all given over to a reprobate mind they've all had their consciences seared with a hot iron they're all as far as i'm concerned vessels of satan they're just evil they're evil. You have got to be evil to have your mind so darkened to be buying into this, to be given over to wickedness like this, and to be so blind that you would, you would, it's, it's just, you, you can't even comprehend this. Oh, this is unbelievable. <laughs> then DeRay McKinson says, we have a lot of white allies volunteering for Trump's campaign to pass along information to us, meaning they got spies within the Trump camp, to pass along information to us before it's made public so we know when rallies are coming up before they're announced. That way we can plan major disruptions in those cities in advance. (laughs) What devils. We just have to keep our names out of this and let these white people do the work for us by pushing how Trump's racist ways will destroy. End of quote. Yep. So I'm saying, I'm doing the study. This, you know now what's going on here. To pray against this wickedness. Because this is pure wickedness. Then, Josetta Elzey says, that's all those white people are good for in my eyes. I couldn't imagine even pretending to like that racist ASS Trump 
even to get info on his events. <laughs> I'll be glad when we shut his ASS down. Then DeRay McKenzie says, with the support we have from Mrs. Lynch, Miss Loretta Lynch, <laughs> that devil, and the help we've gotten from Sam and others, it won't be it won't be hard to cause enough. Okay, so that's the end of that. Then now you can say, well, I don't believe any of it. Okay, well, let's see if this is authentic. Because we, we got into it last week. I think we made a pretty good case. All of that was real last week. Okay, then we have this. Other related events that relate to this subject. At the Aspen Ideas Festival, DeRay McKenzie, the, the, the same gentleman we just heard on his Twitter, DeRay McKenzie, um, which was the guy we just talked, uh, was just speaking, discussed plans for protests during the DNC and RNC as reported by USA Today. Here's a link to the story. Here is a link on USA Today where you can watch the stinking interview he's doing with a white woman because he's obviously using her um because that's evidently how they view all white people black lives matter leader warns of possible dnc and rnc protests it's on usa today it's a recorded interview he's basically doing a sanitized version of what we just heard above but he's warning he's discussing his plans for protests during the dnc and the rnc with usa so that way when it happens it won't be such a shock Okay. He also discussed reservations regarding Hillary Clinton and his total disdain for Donald Trump, who he called evil. See, they don't want Clinton either. Now, everything that we're looking at here totally confirms what he just said above. It's just more of a sanitized USA Today version to try to paint him in some kind of positive light. You can watch the, the video of the interview here. There's a link here. It is interesting to note that Attorney General Loretta Lynch and DeRay McKeeson were both speakers at the 2016 Aspen Idea Ideas Festival. I believe Aspen, Colorado. There are speculative reports of the two meeting during this event. Oh, that would have never happened, I'm sure. What is known is that DeRay has been in attendance at meetings with Attorney General over the past year. He has met with her personally. Here's a picture. You look at my PDF, there's a picture of them meeting. I don't know whether it's at, um, looks like in the White House somewhere. Literally, he is sitting at a long table with, I'm sure these are all Black Lives Matter people. Loretta Lynch is at the, at the head of the table. He is to her immediate uh, left. He's looking her right in the eye. They're meeting. There's, I don't know, American-type military flags in the background. They're buddies. They've been meeting. You know what his agenda is. It's all out in the open. We, and there's a, even a link here about the meetings in the last year. We also know that following the release of the messages above that we just got into, federal agents from the FBI, the DHS, and the Secret Service began knocking on the doors of the BLM activists and community organizers in Cleveland asking about their plans for disrupting the RNC. Of course they're going to play dumb. They're not going to say anything. Yesterday evening, which was July 5th, 2016, DeRay posted the following message on Twitter, referencing an article about Donald Trump. DeRay said he has to be stopped, end of quote. So, analysis and conclusion. I have asked technicians. Now, this is this... This is a guy, I think, with Oath Keepers, this Jack Blue or whatever. Um, 
I have asked technicians that are experts in Photoshop to review the purported messages that we just read. Now, we got into this last week as well, but this is even further. These technicians reported that the images, these Twitter images, are either legitimate or done by someone with significant skills. They tell me that to replicate the images would take hundreds of hours. They also reported that the images are exactly, which is a 576 by 1024 pixels at a 24 depth, 96 DPI with no detectable fragments or overlays, meaning they're, they're authentic, okay? They reported that the images are what would be expected from an HTC One phone. They also reported that in order to replicate the images as presented with various scroll positions, it would be extremely difficult, and you would have to have somebody that, they're not going to take the time to do that. They got busted. They got hacked. Okay, their agenda's out on the table for, for everybody to see. Please review my previous two articles on the protest plan for the Republicans and National Democratic Conventions for additional information. Here is, it's, it's Navy Jack. Here's two different art reports from Oath Keepers. And then it says, read an article for an overview of how such groups fit into the larger campaign to destabilize the United States. Here's another link. So then we have comment by Stuart Rhodes, who is the president of Oath Keepers. Okay, which is, the, which is Oath Keepers. They're the ones that are like a, kind of like a national militia type, um, pro-constitution, pro-righteous group in America. Okay. He says, Stuart Rhodes, the first thing I thought of when I heard about these alleged leaked messages was Matt Bracken's excellent story, What I Saw at the Coup, which he gives you a link to that. A highly recommended reading. Now, I've also done teachings on um, if you can mob or black mob violence. Uh, you'll find it. I've done several teachings on that, what it's going to look like in the cities when that breaks out, when those gangs are activated, when the race wars are really in full swing, how that's going to probably play out, and the, the cities are the last place you want to be when that all goes down. Just key in that in the keyword search box at contendingfordrew.com. I also do, in that same report, a whole report on biblical self-defense, the right of a Christian regarding biblical self-defense, defending the innocent, defending the 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 women and the children, those that cannot protect themselves, that that is a biblical, scriptural thing, okay? It's, it's not biblical and scriptural to lay down and let, you know, a whole bunch of thugs come in and rape, steal, kill your family, okay? That's cowardice. So I get into that, but I, it's not me. It's what does the Bible clearly indicate on this? It's very, very clear, okay? And it's not just me saying, but a lot of, uh, there's a whole bunch of preachers that have done very, very good sermons on this. Anyway, you can you can find that at uh, contendingfortruth.com, just in the search box. Uh, let's let's go further here. Uh, anyway, he says Brack, Bracken's excellent short story. What I saw at the coup, that is how it would turn out for these Marxist useful idiots if they actually try to implement martial law. As one of our commentators said below, these activists really have no idea what a serious hornet's nest. nest they are kicking if they think they can successfully help Obama to an unconstitutional third term. Well, I wouldn't underestimate him. I wouldn't underestimate him because if Obama's got the UN on his side and he's got a federalized police, he's got FEMA and Homeland Security, and only God knows what else at their disposal in the in the in the um, 
vein of technological warfare that we're not even aware of, I wouldn't underestimate them. Okay? Um, anyway, they he's saying these activists have no idea what a serious hornet's nest they're kicking if they think that we can successfully help Obama to an unconstitutional third term by means of a manufactured crisis and a subsequent declaration of martial law. The bottom line is the only one that could really, really prevent that is God. Is God's intervention. The Lord Jesus Christ's intervention. Okay? It's wrong to think that man in and of himself is going to mount some kind of whatever to kick Obama, the Obama administration in the teeth and push all of this back. Maybe, maybe, but apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, that won't work. I just don't believe it. I, I, I don't believe it, you know? Um, all that that would do is spark an open arm conflict between them and us, and us being the great mass of warrior class of America, the military current serving and veterans and gun owners the marxists have not yet successfully indoctrinated the majority of american warrior class to be subservient slaves meaning warrior class pro second amendment you know pro constitution pro self-defense type type of that's who he's in reference to here okay um so they the marxists haven't not yet successfully indoctrinating the majority of the American warrior class to be subservient slaves, unthinking enforcers, nor have they disarmed us. But because Marxists often believe their own bull, the, the, they project onto us their own cowardice and incompetence. They may, uh, they may well actually believe that they could pull it off. But as Cal also pointed out in the comments section below, and Dr. Edward Vieira has written about extensively, there is no such thing as martial law in our constitution, or in our government system of government established by it. Go ahead and look. You will not find that term anywhere in the text of the Constitution. Well, do you think Obama cares about that? That's irrelevant. So, I mean, that's all well and good. But, you know, let's face it. The, the, the gloves are off. They, 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 don't, they, they have a rubber ruler. They stretch it any way they want. Um, oh, what do you, you know, true, it's not in the Constitution, but, you know, they're not playing by any set rule book. They got Satan's rule book. Nor will you find that term anywhere in the state constitutions. It is an illegitimate figment of the heated imaginations of a regime of bootlickers and wannabe tyrants. And we know it, which is precisely why it is specifically listed as number four in our declaration of orders we will not obey, meaning the Oath Keepers. We will not obey orders to impose martial law or a state emergency on a state or to enter it with force into a state without the express consent and invitation of that state's legislature and governor. One of the causes of the American Revolution was the attempt to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power by disbanding the Massachusetts legislature and appointing General Gage as a military governor. The attempt to disarm the people of Massachusetts during the martial law sparked our American Revolution. Accordingly, the power to impose martial law, the absolute rule over the people by a military officer with his will alone being law, is nowhere enumerated in our Constitution. The imposition of martial law by the national government over such a state and its people, treating them as an occupied enemy nation, is an act of war. Such an attempted suspension of the Constitution and Bill of Rights voids the compact with the states and with the people. Now you have to understand... Look at what Black Lives Matter is saying. Look at what Attorney General Lynch is doing. Look at what Obama is actively doing. Look at what the media is perpetuating. Look at what Oath, Oath Keepers are saying. Look at what the, and I guarantee you there's a lot of veterans and, and a lot of people that are aligned with them. You can see, you can see where this could all be very heading very, very quickly, especially if they try to 
this, the, the, the linchpin could literally be here in the next coming week when this national convention goes down. If they're able to pull that off, and Obama does declare martial law at that point, if they're able to pull off something cataclysmic enough to do it, we could literally be in this exact scenario they're laying out here within a week or two. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm putting this teaching up today so that there is enough prayer going up about this so that hopefully, God willing, that is averted and that this is exposed and that they're not able to get away with their nefarious, evil, malevolent, plans that they're planning uh, when those in government positions attempt to suspend the very constitution that created the offices they hold and attempt to unleash unlimited military power on the people it is an act of war against the republic and against the people and thus an act of open treason and at that point we will be duty-bound to resist it with arms just as our forefathers were duty-bound to resist general gauges martial law usurpation and tyranny with arms it appears we are on it appears we are on the eve of such a conflict yet again. And I believe enough of us in the warrior class know and understand this and see this whole regime as fundamentally illegitimate, oh, I couldn't agree more, that whatever the excuse, it would, it would not be accepted and we would fight. Here's a picture of, I mean, here, th this is just one of the things they're openly out in the public doing. They've got banners. Here's one that says, Shut down Trump and the RNC. March against racism, Islamophobia, attacks on immigrants and the LGBT people. Build people's resistance. And it shows all these people united marching. No to Trump's racism, Black Lives Matter. No Islamophobia, stop the raids and deport. I mean, these people are pure evil. They are literally on the, on the side of absolute, total, tyrannical wickedness. They want to see the country destroyed, lock, stock, and barrel. They are literally walking vessels of Satan on two legs. These people involved in this. Going back to the report, because it is such an important topic, I will write more extensively on this and what must be done to counter such plans and prepare for what is coming. Uh... All of this combined with the wide open borders and massive influx of illegal aliens and wide open immigration of Muslim refugees who are being encouraged not to assimilate and the clear and present danger from ISIL or ISIS terror cells among them as part of the massive fourth generation warfare destabilization campaign or fifth column that I and Matt Bracken and many others have been warning about for years and I have been warning about it for years as well. Remember that manufactured emergencies, declarations of martial law, and suspension of elections are right out of the totalitarian playbook throughout history, whether carried out by fascists such as Hitler, Mussolini, or Franco, or by communists such as in China, Russia, Poland, Czechoslovakia, etc. Again, this is just their playbook. This is what they do. This is where it always ends up when you have somebody, particularly like Obama, who's overtly communist, socialist, and he's also Islamist, in office. This is what they always do in the end game. This is what tyrants do, and in particular what Marxists do in fascists such as Hitler and Mussolini were really just nationalist Marxists, national socialists. I am tempted to say, throw us in the briar patch, but I can't in good conscience wish for it, meaning just let, let, let her rip tater chip is basically what he's saying. He's, he's tempted to say that. And here, and here, before I go any further, here's another one of their banners. Shut down the RNC and DNC. And they're saying shut down the DNC. That, what are they saying if they say shut down the DNC? They're saying we don't want Clinton either. 
They're openly saying, no, we want a third term of Obama. I mean, I can understand them saying shut down the RNC and Visa, but no, 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 no. It's shut down it all. Well, what's the alternative? Obama. In power forever. When they have a black hand raised, like black power. Shut down the RNC and the DNC. Build the movement to smash capitalism and racism. Cleveland and Philadelphia. Cleveland, um, 717. Okay, so, so we're coming up. Um, we've got one week until that kicks off. And then uh, 726 Tuesday in Philadelphia, um, when I guess is where the DNC convention gets kicked off. They want, I mean, it's, it's obvious. They don't want Hillary in there either, which I wasn't, honestly, personally, I wasn't fully understanding that until I just did this report. <laughs> they don't want either of them, man. So what does that mean? What is the only alternative? Then they got to get the election suspended, which is exactly what those wonderful Black Lives Matter people were saying in their Twitter exchanges, which is exactly what the orders they're getting from Loretta Lynch to do, destabilize it, create chaos, and, and Obama will be there to implement martial law. We're on your side. You're one of us. We're going to suspend the elections. Obama's going to be in for a third term. That's their game. That's their primary plan. I don't think there's any more doubt of this. I don't think Hillary's going to be going to be an issue. Because if they get what they want, they're going to have martial law. Sure, she'll 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 live on in some capacity in Obama's government, 100%. Trump will become an afterthought. Um, and um, I'm not saying that's what the American populace behind him will let it happen, but that's what they're hoping for. We'll, be, we'll, we'll live under martial law and it will be hell on earth, basically, in America. All these executive orders will kick in. The UN will come in. They're already here. Militarized local police, militarized everything, and it'll get just incrementally worse. This is what their plan is. And we are literally on the cusp. And the linchpin for all of this happening, the, the initial linchpin, if they can pull it off, is literally the RNC and then the DNC conventions coming up in a week. That is how pivotal the time we're moving in actually is. If it doesn't happen, it's because enough prayer went up about it and enough people got educated and there was enough pushback and there was enough people educated and God's, God intervened. That's, the, uh, that's how I see it going down. And I want to give God the primary credit and the glory if it doesn't happen. I want to make that clear. I'm not going to say it's man-centered. But God expects us to do our part as well. This is wickedness that we are clearly identifying. That is clearly we are on the cusp of. That's why I really, I said, I got to do this study today. I have to. I have to get this up because hopefully I have given you a pretty good synopsis of what we're facing here. We're this close. We're literally this close. Uh, going further, we could be, is what I'm saying. Whew. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, there, there's this, there's this, uh, you, you, I mean, you, you, 
if you want to look at the PDF I, I, I put up for today's date, I mean, they're out in the open, man. When I see shut down the RNC and the DNC, whoa, that tells me. Obama, third term. And Black Lives Matters? What? Yeah. I mean, the handwriting's on the wall. Elections are to be suspended and they're to create chaos on a scale you've never known. This stuff we just saw, it is just the absolute opening, whatever you want to call it. The prelude to what's coming this summer. Okay, if they get their way. He says, so I am tempted to say throw us in the briar patch, but I can't in good conscience wish for it because I know the, the hell that we would be in. Meaning if this all goes down and we're under martial law and we got a, we got a total race war and we got all of the, the ISIS cells activated and we got everything going on. Who knows? This might be the last study I ever do. I mean, granted, that the, D, the RNC starts next Sunday, evidently. So I don't know if they would get things kicked off that quick. Who knows what's going to happen between now and then. But this could literally be the last study I ever do. Now, maybe I'll have another two, three years. I don't know. But it's that serious, what we're looking at here. It's that wicked. It's that evil. And, and I mean, literally, when you look at this information in totality, I don't see how we could really argue what their actual agenda is. Now it's very very clear it's becoming more crystal clear by the moment it's becoming more crystal clear to me as i even do the study <laughs> shut down the rnc and the dnc they have no intentions of of having clinton or trump in there uh-uh obama forever he then he goes on to say but we will likely go there meaning go into this mass chaos Obama dictatorship under martial law we will most likely go there regardless this is the head of Oath Keeper saying this as well so get ready you got a buddy team you got a fire team you got a squad you got neighborhood watch you got a town watch you got posse you got militia get busy get ready now these are all terms that they use in that Really, what you got to have is Jesus Christ first. Because God can protect you no matter what situation you're in. But what he's saying is, is, is to get, you know, yoked up with like-minded people where you can actually have some coordinated effort to help one another and potentially to defend your family or families Anyway, that's what we're looking at. And uh, one, a couple more things to cover here. This is from my listener uh, in Atlanta, one of my listeners in Atlanta. And he says, hey, Brother Johnson, I just wanted to update you on the recent happenings in Atlanta, Georgia. Black, the Black Lives Matter and the NAACP organized a huge rally today in Atlanta. And the police presence was sick, meaning it was overwhelming i ha- i just have seen all the police everywhere had exits blocked off and they had the interstate blocked off i'll send you a couple of links here of what's been reported 
in the news anyway, and there's links here if you want to explore those. But it really seemed to me like they're trying to implement martial law here soon. What do we just read? <laughs> I mean, is that what they're literally on the cusp of implementing? Did they, they, I mean, they're absolutely totally geared up for it. The Dallas thing that, that started, that was just the prelude working. I had a feeling there was, they weren't just going to start it at the RNC. There was going to have to be ratcheting racial tensions and ratcheting. Who knows what's going to, they're going to try to pull off this week. Leading up to that, as you will see in the articles, rapper T.I. was present at the March in Atlanta. Apparently the main reason for the March in Atlanta was that there was a black man found hung in Piedmont Park and it's still being investigated as to whether it was homicide or not. Again, if it's a black man, it's the end of the world. Okay, Even though whites are being killed at a 61% higher ratio than blacks by cops every year, that doesn't matter. That, that's, that's irrelevant. As long as it's a black man, that's all that matters. The world's got to end. 52% of their population can be aborted every year. Not a peep about that. That's fine. 90% of black-on-black black murders, blacks. 90%. That's fine. We don't report on that. Gun-free zones, where, where in, like in Chicago, where they have these big black um, gangs and these types of things, you know, all of these killings, that's fine. Don't report on that at all. The source of all wickedness and evil is black, is white cops and white people in general, particularly white men. They have to go. They have to die. They need to be there. There need to be reparations for the slavery um, that happened all those years ago, and all of the downtroddenness that blacks have had to suffer. I'm not saying blacks haven't had to suffer. Okay, I'm not saying that. But all of this is a big browbeating, you know beat you into a corner, white guilt, never-ending thing. And ultimately, they're going to use that very vehicle, they're going to try to use that very vehicle to literally put us into bondage, to literally bring about martial law, to literally bring Obama in. He will probably be, if they get their way, if, if, if martial law is imposed, and then they say, okay, we need to just form a, a, a which is, this has been talked about a lot lately, we need to just form a... Um, a North American super state to, to stabilize. All the borders will be erased. Obama will be the president. And it'll be indefinite. And he will be president over one of the 10 nation states. And, and uh, um, we're going to have to have 10 super nation states for the coming tribulation under Antichrist and false prophets. So, you know, when those start getting organized, you know, expect to see the Antichrist and false prophets showing up pretty soon. That's where this could all be heading. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm not saying it's going to happen that way. I'm saying that it seems to me from what I'm observing here that that could be a very likely agenda on their part. It's, where, it's the way it seems to me. Then he goes on to say, I know as brothers and sisters in Christ, we would definitely need to be in heavy prayer during these times. We know that the word of God says that when we know that Jesus said in regard to everything that will come to pass before his return, um, you know, distress of nations, rumors of war, wars and rumors of war, plagues, pestilences, earthquakes and divers places, all those things, Matthew 24, okay? Um, we're seeing a lot of that. <laughs> distress of nations, one of the things we're look, talking about today. Um, so we shouldn't be surprised when these things happen. However, we should be heavily in prayer. So I just pray, brother, that this message blesses you, and I pray you're staying prayed up, and pray your listeners are staying prayed up, and that we, as a 
body as the body of Christ come together as one in unity of Christ and not in unity of any ecumenical false movement. They're really big on going out there and street preaching against like, you know, Benny Hinn and Hillsong and all these devils that come into the town, into Atlanta. And they're the ones that shut down Tomorrowland, basically through the Lord, okay, for America. They don't even hear this year, Tomorrowland. So, um, uh, and I forgot, I, I forgot to play this video. I'm going to go ahead and play this now to end everything. And this is called, and again, that's, that's the most important paragraph I just said. What he said about prayer. And if you feel so led fasting, this is a critical, crucial time. Like I said, between now and the November elections. Now, if we get past the RNC and DNC, and, and even they said that in the tweets, they said, oh, we're just going to keep it up. So that's just the first gauntlet. If they can't shut it down off that, they're just going to keep it up and keep it up and keep it up until November to try to get martial law imposed. And Obama's going to be there, you know, licking his chops, hoping that they can create enough chaos, hoping that they can pull off enough chaos where they can make that all happen. So I don't think anymore Obama's wanting to get in for uh, in, into the United, head of the United Nations. And that doesn't seem to be the plan now at least. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but not according to what I'm seeing here. We'll see. This last report, Obama pushes more federal oversight of police, cops going into military mode. And you knew this was going to happen. Problem, reaction, solution. Cops are going to be like, you know, <laughs> it's going to be horrible. They're going into military mode in response to police officers being targeted and nationwide protests. Former Boston Police Commissioner Davis says... Dallas cop shooting is a game changer. I would have played this earlier, but I, I... Joining us right now on the phone is former Boston Police Chief Ed Davis. Also here with us is former New York City homicide detective Bo Deedle. Ed, to you first, your take on this horrific shooting. Good morning, Maria. Well, this is a game changer. Uh, police now are going to have to worry about force protection, uh, go into a more military mode now. Uh, when handling any of these uh, demonstrations. I, uh, I think it's uh, at a time when we're trying to get closer to the community, this throws a wedge in between the police and the community we're trying to serve. Yeah, we've been talking about that this morning. Certainly it all began with the Ferguson effect where police were pulling back. And now you're saying going into military mode. What does that look like, Ed, in terms of the police changing their tactics? Well, you know, having uh, SWAT uh, assets uh, supporting uh, demonstrations now, uh, you know, we're there to protect the First Amendment rights of the people that uh, are trying to get their point across. But now we have to be forward-looking uh, to make sure that the officers, who in the past have been engaged in, you know, minor disturbances or making sure traffic is handled uh, properly around these events, uh, now we have to we have to be cognizant of the fact that there could be a threat beyond that. And, and the fact that Dallas didn't have a specific incident that occurred recently, that this happened, uh, you know, after a couple of incidents that happened in different places, makes everybody in the country uh, nervous now. Bo, Bo Dito, how do you see it? Well, first of all, my heart and soul goes out to those officers and their families. 
He's one guy was married two weeks and he was killed there. And this just brings back memories. I was on the police department in the early 70s when we had the Black Liberation Army. They killed 13 cops one year and they killed 11 cops the next year. And they were assassinations, just what we saw. When that guy was firing with that cop and he walks over and he pumps three into that cop and he was laying on the ground. This in his is assassination. Shot him in his back. And I'll guarantee you there was four people at least involved with this because you had Rapid fire from the rooftop from different places. Two snipers. He's yep. walking around. <laughs> he said four people involved at least. Rapid fire from the rooftops. No, it's one guy. One. And then here's a guy that's that's you know high ranking whatever. He's saying that, and the ladies agreeing with him. So it's it's a total, you know, garbage. The narrative that that was fed to us. and this was pre-planned. And if you watched his tactics. Here, here is the actual. I think you're seeing the shooting here where the guy gets shot. He was very well versed in military procedure. Also, when you get a when you get a president, he's leaving for NATO, and all of a sudden, before these incidents, the two incidents, hey, look, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, these incidents look good. Let them investigate them before you judge, like you judge Ferguson, like you judge everything. I have never seen this country so divided since the 1960s, and this president's responsible. It's the leadership on the top, and I'm real upset, and I'm real angry about those officers, because you notice, those officers weren't running away they were running in and those officers were gunned down and they were assassinated and let's not take off the board terrorism for the fact that this would be a great opportunity for isis to start a, a civil war in america and use that as a catalyst and use it as oh and you know they're going to be united with black lives matter they already are they already are i mean they, even even in the in the signs that they were carrying it's it's you know they're protesting against islamophobia protesting against the deportations where well, a lot of the, pe the the people that are coming in you know are, are unvetted radical islamic element they don't want to be deported back they're here to kill they're here to kill the infidels and behead them and, and rape the women and kill the families i mean that's why they're here they don't want to be deported so they have a lot invested in this as well all the wicked evil islamic devils that are here but they're going to absolutely they're all they're yoking up with black lives matter with moveon.org with the new black they're all good they're all on the same team man so you have to understand that as well. That's that's just part of what's coming. The cops against the black community. Yeah. Hey, America is not black, white, or Muslim. America is one. We're all together. And this president divided us. we got to bring ourselves together. And people got to understand, just imagine if the cops weren't around for two days. Anarchy around. People would be robbed. People would be shot. Yeah. Let's stop the nonsense. Let's bring it together. And it starts from the top. We need a leader in there to bring us together. you got that blue shield there, that T-Bone Pickens wife's involved, bringing the cops into the community. There are programs. We must do this we got to bring it together and yes that's not what so we heard horrible. it's not what we heard from president obama in warsaw this morning he talked about gun control and donald trump when he tweeted out his message it was measured it was not politicized that's the kind of message you need from a leader well you know what again again i was here in this in the late 60s early 70s i saw the division in this country i've never seen it so bad and it starts with that leadership and you know what how did you fix it in new york how did it get fixed he's a former new york city uh homicide detective bo deedle people don't understand one thing also there are millions of of uh, of, uh compact uh, interact interactions there are millions of interactions with the police and people over this country did you know five caucasians were killed by cops last week well, you don't hear about it when you hear a, a black five last week caucasians white guys okay most likely no you don't hear about that that's fine that's fine they need to die but 
anybody that's black that's killed, it's, it's front page news, and it's the end of the world. It's got to be emphasized, it's got to be highlighted. I don't know what the facts were behind those things. I didn't like the way yeah. the shootings looked myself. I didn't ever kill anybody, but I'm not going to justify or judge someone until I know all the facts. And so exactly. And when, as it relates to the fact, you led the Boston Police Department uh, during the Boston Marathon massacre. What can you take away from this incident in terms of motivation? Well, that's an interesting question, Maria. You know, we caution people to, to take their time and to think about, uh, wait wait until the facts come out, and, and, and there have been no public statements on motivation here. But I suspect that uh, Chief Brown, who I know and, and have great respect for, uh, if this was anything but uh, what the speculation is, they would have been out clarifying that by now. So uh, I think that it is what it is, and, and uh, you know, tragically, we have to deal with this new reality. And police are going to be uh, are going to be on edge now uh, for for some time after an incident like this. Ed Davis, thank you. Bo Deedle, thank you. Joining us right now. So actually, some honest reporting there. <laughs> and what came over him? Uh, so yeah, that's all we have for today. Uh, two part study and one of the most serious I've probably ever put up as far as impending danger uh, that we could potentially be facing here. Uh, just I would request a lot of prayer this week regarding this if you feel so led to fast to educate your other friends and other christians regarding this because this literally could be the start of 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 everything um in america regarding a chaotic martial law like situation this could literally be kicking it off it literally could have been kicked off with this dallas thing that will be they're going to try to fester foment and and um just raise everything to this fever pitch level where you're going to just have the, the the biggest racial divide you've ever seen and the media is going to do everything that it can do most likely to perpetuate that so let's go ahead and, and we'll end in a word of prayer heavenly father we do thank you for this day this time you've given us lord this teaching god i i pray that that um we have put out <clears throat> put out truthful information today lord seems to be very obvious lord what actually is going on here what they're planning what the plans of the enemy are lord and i feel like the enemy has been found out lord before he's been able to actually implement his nefarious evil agenda and i just pray that christians everywhere would unite in prayer and fasting if they feel led if they feel so led by you and and that they would get on their knees lord and pray about this situation Pray that the wicked devices of Satan would not prosper, Lord. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. The enemy is attempting to come in like a flood, Lord. And I pray to God that you raise up a standard against him, Lord. And, and just for your divine intervention regarding these matters that we have set before you today. If it be your will, Lord, nevertheless not our will, but, but thine be done, God. I don't know what your will is in this situation, whether whether you're going to let this happen through your divine justice, you've had enough, the aborted babies, the wickedness of America. I understand that as well, Lord. Nevertheless, not my will be done, but if it be your will, Lord, I pray to God for your divine intervention. I pray to God Obama would not, the Obama administration, the Illuminati, George Soros, um, the, the 13 families of, of the Illuminati, Satan, his fallen angels, his devils, his demons, 
whatever they're planning, Lord God, I pray to God that you destroy their wicked, evil, nefarious plans, if it be your will, Lord. I pray to God for your divine intervention. I pray to God you would dispatch legions of angels toward this end, Lord, for your mercy on your remnant, upon the innocent, upon um, those that cannot defend themselves, Lord God. And if it's not your will to avert this, that you would deliver your remnant, Lord, that you protect the innocent, Lord, you would protect the babies, the women and the children, Lord, the, the, the men of God, Lord, the elderly, and, and Lord, that you would, I don't know, Lord, if you just bring us together and, and that we, we could actually help one another through this time. I don't know your will, Lord. I don't have a crystal ball, but I, I do pray for your mercy, Lord. I, I pray to God for your divine intervention. I pray to God that every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder this prayer in any way, shape, or form, that they be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place and that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer and that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, that you would use us mightily, Lord God, in the days and times going ahead, use the remnant, Lord, to educate others, Lord, to lead other people to the Lord, that your name would be glorified through your remnant, Lord. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.